Welcome everybody to Haunting Live Podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for following us over on social media on Facebook. We are live on Facebook today and we'll be posting also to YouTube tonight. So if you miss a live show here on Facebook, you can always tune into the premiere later tonight at 11 p.m. on YouTube. And of course, if you miss the live shows, catch us later on your favorite podcast app. Uh, but today we do have a special guest with us. Uh, medium Mary Lynn Stevenson is here. She's going to be talking to us a little bit about her journey through mediumship, uh, what she does directly with mediumship, and a couple other things as well, like a DP, uh, TV show that she hosts. So um, let's bring in Mary Lynn. Hi, how are you doing, Mary Lynn? I'm doing well. How are you, Trevor? Doing very well. Thank you so much for being here as our guest on Haunting Live this week. We appreciate you taking your time out on the long weekend and being here with us. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for for inviting me. No problem. Uh, First of all, let's start at the beginning with your career as a medium, and what drew you into the mediumship field? The ability was always there, and... As a child, I I would see spirit and I I would see things before they happened. But back then, in the days of the dinosaurs, you know, (laughs) um, it it was something that it we we didn't talk about it. It, People weren't as open with it as they are now. And I, I think it's great that they are open about it finally. So when I mentioned it to my mother, her her thing was oh God, don't tell anybody. You'll, they'll say that you have to go see a psychiatrist. Well, when I was 13, I found out that not everybody could do it. And that's when my mom told me not to say anything because I have to go see a psychiatrist. And so I, and it scared me. So I tried pushing it back. But every time I tried to push it back, it would come back and it would come back even stronger. A friend of mine, and it wasn't until my I was in my 30s that I really pushed forward and did anything with it because I, I was afraid to. But a friend of mine at the time, um, she'd been playing around while her and I had both been playing around on the Ouija board. And I got to tell you, it works. <laughs> I won't touch it now because of what happened with her. But um, she would, she got where she was playing with the Ouija board on herself, by herself. And she'd sit there, she'd have a glass of wine or a couple of glasses of wine and start on the Ouija board. Well, then she started to change and her eyes changed, Trevor. So we, we went for a reading in Port Credit. Um, it was Alan, Alan Wright, I believe, was the psychic we went to see. He did a reading for me. He, w- he wouldn't even read Jackie. He said to me, no, no, no. Um, she's possessed and we he sent told me that gave me the phone number for this uh, a white witch Alf Moran 
So we went to see Al and he pulled this black, old black hag out of my friend's body. And that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> oh, this is cool. <laughs> um, because I was always intrigued by it, you know. And when we were leaving, he said to me, you're a reader. And I thought, I'm just going to do the dumb blonde bit, right? And I said, oh, yeah, I like to read all kinds of books. And he said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. He said, you know what I mean. I'm talking about cards. And I said, no. Uh, I said, I don't like tarot cards. They scare me. Won't do it. Won't even buy a deck. And he just looked and he said, well, you're, someone's going to buy you a deck as a gift. I never told a soul. And wouldn't you know, I got a deck of tarot cards given to me for my birthday. So then my same friend, we went to see um, Lizanne Gallo for a reading in Mississauga. And my appointment, I, I mean, the universe always has a plan and it worked out that I ended up going by myself. And she told me about a course that she was starting that she thought I'd be interested in. And I thought, well, I've got the cards. If I don't like it, I can quit. You know, when my mother saw my notebook, she said, boy, if you kept your notes that good in high school, you'd have done a whole lot better. <laughs> I had pictures I'd drawn and um, I was, uh, my friend David before, David and I became very good friends. Um, and that's where David and I met. We were the two top students in the class. And we went on and we took some other courses with her. She, she really opened me up. And I mean, David was, was my partner in crime, so to speak. And she taught us how to do uh, deep trance channeling. So that is where it really, I, I would say that that is where it really came in the strongest. And where I really started working with it, I wasn't afraid of it anymore. And I had someone to talk to. And uh, it just kind of blossomed from there. I kept losing jobs. I, I, I worked as a secretary and the companies would go bankrupt. They'd start to go bankrupt. I'd leave. And they got back in the black again. They got they they were pulled out of the red. They were back in the black. And it's like, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to see Lizanne for a reading. And she um she sat, she asked me, she said, Well, how would you like to do a psychic fair? The one in Toronto. And I thought, oh yeah, being a bit of a smarty, you know, like I figured, well, I know for a fact that there's a big waiting list. So I'm safe to say yes. Oh Lord, didn't she phone the um the promoter and got me in right then and there. So I had two weeks to learn the rest of the cards <laughs> in the deck to get my business cards done, signage done. And it has just blossomed and, and gone on from there. Sounds like definitely spirits were guiding you in which way to go from your businesses not working out to eventually where you got to. So um, oh. what, what experiences have you had since you've taken that more of a direction with it? 
um, oh God, there's so many of them. There's a lot that I have sort of forgotten about. Um, I went over to England. Now this, actually this was before I even started taking classes because I was in my early twenties and my cousin, well, she was my dad's cousin. He took me to Hampton Court and we went past one part of the, the palace and I looked up to a room up on the second floor and all it was all lit up, Trevor, and I could see people dancing like it was the old in the old style clothes. So I thought, oh, well, that's kind of cool. And then when we came back afterwards, I looked up and it was all dark. And I said to my cousin, I said to Jeff, I said, hey, I said, there were lights on up there when the first time and he said no couldn't be he said it's been boarded up for years and one of the things that my uh, my grandfather on my dad's side he always said that anywhere near water will have more spirit because the sea always gives back its dead and when we lived down in the Niagara area I was actually referred to one time as uh, the Niagara Ghostbuster and there was a lot of, an awful lot of things and activities there. Um, when we, I, uh, the more recent stories with our house, we moved here about, uh, 20 years ago. And our house, it was, when it was first built, it was built as the rectory to the Anglican church. So as you can imagine, there's some very interesting energies in this house. And it was built in the mid to late 1870s. Well, when we first moved here, um, I mean, obviously everything was packed in boxes. And one morning I came down and there was a picture of Russ's grandfather on the windowsill in the kitchen. Well, it's a funny place to put it, but whatever, if that's what he wants. So later on, he came down and he saw it and he came and he said, oh, Lynn, he said, thank you for putting my grandfather's picture out. Neither one of us had. It had just appeared on its own. And when he was in the back unpacking, um, he had all the boxes. Like he, he would put the empty boxes on a stool and they were constantly being pushed off. Like they weren't just falling, they were pushed. So eventually he got fed up and he said, oh, blank, blank sake, <laughs> stop it. And it did, it stopped. Uh, we have had um, a white mist show itself coming down the stairs into the kitchen and uh, disappeared. We, I played a tape, we, we went out for the day and I played a, put a tape recorder on, just let it go with nobody in the house. And a very um, low guttural voice came on and said, I want my baby. Well, my daughter-in-law was pregnant at the time when she heard it. She said, I'm not coming to your house. I don't want to lose my baby. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there has been a lot of things. We've heard a lot of footsteps. Um, Russ has there's times that I've been out and he was upstairs with the dogs and he heard the footsteps and even the dogs heard them. Uh, I have worked with spirits here in the house. 
and of course some of them I have sent on. There was one who has has since lost uh, left, but he was one of the ministers. Yeah, his name was John, Father John, and he. I don't know what he did, but he did something in his lifetime that he felt he had to atone for his sins, and he would he would hang he hung around here, and when I did readings, he would come and help me. And I always knew when he was coming through because he got really preachy. <laughs> I got really preachy. And uh, David, that I had mentioned earlier, the fort, uh, David passed away 2013. And David comes through on quite a, a regular basis. And we had our uh, one of our granddaughters here uh, with us through COVID. Uh, she was here for about a year and a half. And every so often she would get someone tugged at her hair and, or she would feel someone putting pressure on the bed and uh, waking her up in the morning and hearing voices on footsteps and that. So it's something that we have all heard. So how long have you lived in the house for now then have you had experiences since you moved in and are they oh, st yep, still happening today yep still happening uh be 20 20 years the end of this month that we've been here and like i say things get moved a lot and i if if i'm upset about something I will feel um, pressure on my shoulder. It's like I'm like I'm getting a hug, and every so often they'll play with my hair. And I, if I if I'm on the computer, even all of a sudden my hair will start, <laughs> but on its own, not my not my hand doing it. So there's been there has been a lot. Uh, there are entities that have come through that I've been working with uh, on different things. Uh, I've worked with on cases with missing people and helped in a few cases there. Is that something that you still do nowadays? It's uh, cases like that or? No, no, I don't like to do it. My husband doesn't like me doing it because I'm empathic and I physically feel and I go through their death. So I feel all the, the pain that they felt and I don't like it. So I don't do that part, but I, I have worked on a few cases up here in, in the last number of years, but of course, since COVID, right? I mean, <laughs> everything's been shut down. Yeah, so let's go that direction next. I know we were talking previously and you mentioned that you're into something new nowadays since COVID came along, you are doing something mm -hmm. a little bit different. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, talk about uh, how you started that and what it is exactly. All right. My newest thing, because I have to tell you, Trevor, I mean, I, even the reporters, newspaper reporters are at me. Well, so, okay, so we've been following you all these years. What are you into next? You know, what's your next project? So what I've gotten involved in now is laughter yoga. And it is, you know, I, as I said to you earlier, I, I believe it is so, especially now with, with COVID and all this stress and everything that's going on, 
It is so important for people to learn to laugh again. And laughter yoga, um, you don't need yoga mats or anything like that. But we, it, it's bringing out childlike, um, not being childish, but we play. You know, it's a childlike play. And we have different laughter exercises, uh, breathing exercises. 10 minutes of laughter yoga is equivalent to a half hour cardio workout. So it is very, it builds the immune system. Um, it's, it's fantastic and helps with depression, all kinds of things like that. I also, as I mentioned to you, because I, I think too, the working with affirmations, I mean, this all sort of ties in everything together. Uh, because I also, I do a lot of work with uh, color therapy and crystals. And last June, I was diagnosed with uh, cancer. I had a tumor down in the bowel area. And I, I go for, um, well, they found a tumor. I go for bioenergetic sessions once a month. And so I went to see Glenn and I said, okay, this is what's come up. So he did his thing and he said, absolutely, it, you've got cancer. So I knew before all the tests and everything. So, which was good because I was able to uh, work on it right away. Now, I was, I was talking to uh, Jackie Dennison, who I believe you also know about it. And she suggests, she said to me, look, she said, Lynn, what, what I want you to do is to visualize a cord or a string, wrap it around the tumor and pull at it and keep pulling at it so that you, until you strangle it, right? So I did that and I did all the self-work, all the affirmations, forgiving everybody, forgiving myself, um, for allowing things to happen. And I remembered about laughter yoga. So, so okay, let's check this out again. And I ordered a book off of Amazon. And when I was reading it, it's like all the lights were flashing and it was, come on, do it, do it, do it. This is where you need to be. This is your next, the next path on your journey. So I signed up. I started my classes last October and became a certified laughter yoga leader and then in end of May of this year I took the course and I'm now a certified laughter yoga teacher so I can teach people to become leaders you know run clubs things like that and uh, it, I just I when I took the course to be a teacher I needed somebody to teach the leadership course too, because that was part of my training. And I didn't have anyone lined up. So I talked my husband into it and he was like, oh, all right, <laughs> I'll go along with this. Didn't think too much about it. Um, so he is also now a laughter yoga leader. But he, what he found was with the laughter and with the laughing that it has improved his um, his well-being it has improved him um, mentally he's noticed a difference as well as the physical well, 
Yeah, I think those go hand in hand all the time, right? Like in any time you're dealing with physical, you're dealing with mental and absolutely emotion and intuition play a part in that too, because the more emotion mm -hmm. you put into it, the more you get out of it. So yeah, it makes sense that both of those will go together. Yeah. Well, they do. And this is one of the things that I have found with this, the, the group of people that are doing the uh, laughter yoga, they are very um, spirit based you know, and uh, healers and different things. Um, the gentleman who founded, who is the founder of Laughter Yoga, uh, Dr. Madan Kataria, he, I actually had him on my talk show. I did an interview with him on Rogers TV. And he was saying in the 26 years that he's been doing this, you know, he's never had a cold because it works on building the immune system. And uh, it started out with five people in a, a park in Mumbai, India, and is now worldwide. So how big is it then? Is there like millions of people into this or is it sort of clusters of people that do it or um, how, how actually big is it? It's, it is growing constantly. Hmm. Now I am also a laughter ambassador and there are there are 14 laughter ambassador laughter ambassadors in Canada in Canada or in Ontario no it must be in Ontario but anyway um you know like it it is growing and it's difficult right now because everything has to be done on zoom but we are doing uh, laughter at the lake on the 14th of uh, August in the afternoon. And there's a group of us that uh, laughter yoga leaders and teachers that are coming out. We're gonna go down by the beach, uh, obviously keeping it down to lower numbers and doing the social distancing thing. And we're going, we're just gonna go down there and we're gonna laugh and we're gonna do laughter exercises and let people see what it's about. And, uh, it's learning to laugh for no reason. Well, I think it's important, like you said, during these times as well, during COVID, during times of uncertainty, like we're all in right now, it's very important to keep our immune system up and our spirits up as well. So I think those go hand in hand too. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely it is. Yep. So, um, Let's go into your other topic now before we do end the show here mm -hmm. later, a bit later. But um, I want to get in, first of all, your TV show that you did mention that were when you were talking there just a minute ago. Um, mm -hmm. How did that all come about? How did you get involved in your TV show and what's involved in your show? Okay. All right. Uh, I started the show back in 2013. All right. With Rogers Cable. It's called uh, Third Eye View. And it all started even before that it really started um God, beginning of no back in the 1998 or something but it wasn't third eye view then it was another one but i used to go down to uh nashville quite a bit and do readings down there and one of my friends down there margie uh she was an author uh and travel writing and stuff like that and she worked in the uh country music industry and I went down there and I told her some things I wanted to do. And I came home and the opportunities came up and bang, I did it. So I had already had 
um, I, I had a, um, a TV show, I had done radio, I had I've written over 200 articles. So I had that behind me and I, we, were, we did a seance up here at the Walker House in King Garden. And Matt from Rogers TV, he was covering it. And I went up to him, I just went up to him and I said, so Matt, I'd like to have a show with a psychic on it, do a psychic talk show. <laughs> and I, I love Matt, I think he's phenomenal, he was fantastic. And uh, he said, absolutely. So I started out with some co-hosts and we started out with a half hour show. And a couple of years later, Rogers wanted us to put it into a full hour because it was, it was doing really well. Well, then it sort of went on and off for a couple of years. I, I went through some bad times. Uh, my mom died, my son lost his memory, my dad died and all of that. So it was sort of on and off for a while. And then COVID hit and it's like, oh, we're back on hold again. So, but then I noticed, you know, the different ones on TV, they were all doing it on Zoom. So I messaged Matt and I said, hey, can we do it on Zoom? And he said, absolutely. And I, oh, Trevor, I love Zoom. I really do. Um, I am not limited to my guests anymore. Now, as I was saying earlier, I had uh, Dr. Kataria from India. I was able to have him on the show, which before COVID, I couldn't have done. And um, I'd actually like to have you guys on uh, in the fall, if you have time, because we just do it over Zoom. And I have paranormal teams come on. I have other psychics. I have healers. Um, all aspects of the paranormal, you know, things like that. Yeah, sounds wonderful. So is it airing right now still on Rogers and can people actually oh, watch yeah. it on Rogers TV? Yeah, yeah. If you go to Rogers TV and um, go to Third Eye View, they have all the, the different uh, shows that we've done because, and some of them are still shown live. Um, like we just piled, did a whole bunch and then they're shown uh, every, well, each one runs for two weeks and then they go on to the next one. Okay. And two, if anyone would be interested in being your guest, please let me know, <laughs> reach out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll put the information up to you on our Facebook post here underneath this episode for Haunting Live so they can find that as well. So okay. we'll put the link up for them too so they can check it out. Um, but anything else that you've been working on during COVID? I know you have some tarot decks that you designed your own. Yeah. Um, do you want to show those before we go? I do. I, I'm also an artist and I have created a line of jewelry called the Unlock It because it helps to working with color and crystals and all that stuff. Uh, helps to unlock your fears and bring the right energies into your life. So then I have used some of my art and created... Um, a deck of oracle cards that I work with, which are available on the website. And I um, also did a smaller deck of cards to inspire. And it's affirmations and different things like that. And again, it's all using my art. 
which is inspired by spirit, by the way. It's all, I just sit and I, I do encaustic, which is uh, working with beeswax and irons. Like I don't use brushes or anything. And I just sit and I hum. And I get told what colors to use. I get told how to put it on the paper. I get told how to work the irons. So it's all, all channeled. <laughs> Yeah, they're guiding you how to do it for sure. And um, yes. give you some amazing results, I'm sure, too. So, all right. Well, thank you very much, Mary Lynn. I appreciate you again taking time out here to be with us on Haunting Live and um, take your time out of your long weekend, too, since it's a long weekend here in Ontario. Mm -hmm. So, uh, hope you're having a great weekend so far. And um, thanks again for coming on today. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. And uh, that was Mary Lynn Stevenson coming to us from Ontario. She is here locally, and uh, we thank her again for being on Haunting Live podcast this week. Um, and we're back this week. Uh, we took a week off last week uh, for our own self, and uh, we're back here this week again for you guys. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in on Facebook, for watching us and following us on social media. And of course, uh, we're on all the other places too, like Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. If you missed today's live show here on Facebook, we are posting it as usual later on on our YouTube channel, and that will be premiered tonight at 11 o'clock. Um, you can join us for the live premiere on that as well later if you missed it today. But um, yeah, thank you very much, Mary Lynn, for being here and being our guest. It was wonderful having you here as our guest this week talking about your mediumship and what you do, and uh, we appreciate that. If you guys want to also check out our website, don't forget to check that out, which is hauntinglivepodcast.com. We have a lot of different information up there based on our website. Uh, you can buy our event tickets, which our next event is coming up Halloween weekend. It's our first post-COVID event, well, hopefully post-COVID. Um, if there's any rules, of course, we'll follow any rules that are in place by that time, but it's going to be Halloween weekend. And tickets are 140 for a two-day event. Uh, Ghost of the Queens 2021 will be at the Queens Inn in Stratford, Ontario, a uh, public event. Uh, tickets are 140 for the two days. So you get a dinner Friday, you get speeches Friday night, um, you get workshops during the day Saturday, and you get to do the investigation Saturday night as well. So um, go check that out on our website. Also on our website, don't forget to check out our merch page. We have a lot of great items listed there under our merch. You can check out and purchase from us. Mostly spiritual items such as smudging materials, also crystals, and some other gift ideas as well. So check that out on our website. And also don't forget Chris here at uh, Haunting Life Podcast. He does Divine Angel Readings weekly here on his YouTube channel. You can go check that out live as well on Saturdays around 8 o'clock. Check his readings out. If you want any personal readings, of course, you can email him as well. So check out our website at hauntinglifepodcast.com. But other guys, I won't keep you. It's a long weekend. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching us later on, thank you. If you're new here, please don't forget to like our Facebook page to get notifications as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new guest and uh, talk more paranormal with you guys. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, with that, that's about it from Haunting Life Podcast this week. Have a great weekend and we'll see you back here next week.
what's going on around here.